Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to episode 65 of Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, co-hosts Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your Your I Do Do Crew. Welcome back from our holiday break. Did you miss us? This week, we're celebrating our first episode of 2019 by looking at some of the latest wedding trends that have been published by some of the major thought leaders in the wedding industry, including The Knot, Wedding Wire, Brides.com, and Harper's Bazaar. Now, we were originally going to put it all into one episode, but when I started editing, I realized that we had talked for over an hour and a half. So what we've done is trimmed it down and split it into two distinct episodes. Since we missed last week because of the holiday, we're publishing the first half this week along with a regularly scheduled episode, an interview with a local amazing wedding vendor. We'll publish the second half next week as a bonus episode with our regularly scheduled episode. So let's jump into 2019 Wedding Trends Part 1. So as we're we're coming up on the new year, actually when we publish this it will be the new year. It will, yes. It I was trying be. to think of when this will be published, and it will be the new year. Yeah, it'll be 2019, so we are, we are officially in the future now, <laughs> which is exciting. So we're talking about 2019. We're looking into 2019. I know yes. we're both basically fully booked <laughs> for 2019 at this point. And so we're looking at 2019 wedding trends. As we're looking into a new year, mm-hmm. we want to see what's coming down the pike as far as wedding trends. Mm-hmm. And we've had this discussion before where... We don't always see those trends in, no. <laughs> in Ohio. Ohio is like one of the last places I feel like <laughs> to, to see things because mm-hmm. I think what we were saying is it hits each of like the coasts mm-hmm. and then it kind of slowly trickles into the Midwest. But even when it does, we don't always see it, right. which is weird. Yeah. Or it'll be, it'll be slightly changed or yeah. have a Midwestern spin on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes ones that are <laughs> that resonate with the Midwest will just sit like the the burlap and mason jars. Oh, and... that was way too long that that went on. <laughs> well, it came and went on the coast, and Ohio was like, "Oh no, 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 we can do this." Yeah, let's do this for five years. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Uh, so <laughs> we're looking at some lists from some major wedding outlets, uh, from the Knot, from Wedding Wire, from Brides.com. We're looking at major 2019 wedding trends, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna we're gonna kind of pick them apart. Yeah, which is gonna be fun. So we'll see which ones we are seeing take place and which ones we have not seen at all. Yeah, uh, and then we'll give you our hot takes on them. So first off, from the Knot, we have 20 trends we're loving right now. The first one is a unique altar or an arch, uh, basically the backdrop for the couple. Yes. And, and so unique unique altars, unique arches. Are you seeing that, Lindsay? Yes, and mm. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had, I had a wedding, um, it wasn't, it was in 2017, and they did a circular arch that they built, and it was really, really cool. Hmm. And um, I've had some people where they, they do like a birch arch or they do like a teepee setup, kind of how mm-hmm. it looks behind them. I'm all for it because I just feel like it photographs very well. Yeah. Very well. Mm-hmm. It's different. It gives your guests something to stare at, too. I mean, obviously, they're staring <laughs> at you, but they're like, look at what's behind them, too. That's sweet. Yeah. I've seen even even DIY home weddings that I've seen some people do, mm-hmm. they have um, making their own 
archways out of you know rough hewn wood or any number of things and very very cool yeah and what a neat way to again make it very unique very personal yeah i think they're cool too because you can take the arches and you can actually move them into the reception space so some people will choose mm. to move them like behind the head table mm -hmm. and i think that's cool because then you yeah. get to use it again that's very cool very neat if you put all this time and energy and love into something like that what do you do with it after the wedding actually if you do a really good job a lot of coordinators and different rental places will buy them off of you really? if they like them. Yeah. Hmm. Or you can sell them to another couple too. So, um, but I definitely know some weddings where there's been a coordinator there, and they're like, "Oh, isn't that arch cool? I'm going to ask them if I can if I can buy it off of them." I'm like, "That's smart. That's, That's really cool. That awesome. So you can make some money back after your wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> like garage sailing your pretty your much little bits of your wedding. Yes. All right. Trend number two: the standout groom. So this is interesting to me because this is kind of a newer trend. Uh, because back in the day when I got into, started doing weddings and started even my own wedding, yeah. you know, in a wedding party, if there's a groom, usually the groom would be in the same level of formality, same basic cut of tuxedo or suit or whatever, but would just be a different color. Mm -hmm. But the new trend is for the groom to be different, mm -hmm. um, either either having a different colored jacket, even a different pattern suit, even a different level of formality. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm seeing this one too. Yeah. Uh, the more couples that I'm meeting with, I usually ask if there's a groom involved, I say, well, what are you wearing? What are the groomsmen wearing? So that I can not stand out, mm -hmm. you know, so I can blend in. And a lot of times what I'm seeing is that the groomsmen may be in slacks and a vest and a tie, and the groom will be in a full tuxedo or a full suit. Yeah. Um, and I've even seen, I think at two weddings last year, I saw where a groom was dressed in the same cut of suit, but with a different pattern or a different color on. Oh, that'd be cool too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been seeing it too. Cause I've had people where they do like suspenders for all the groomsmen, but yeah, the guy has a jacket or something, mm -hmm. you know, to put on top and I, I yeah. I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they call it the standout groom. Yes. I like that. <laughs> That's cool. Now they, they specifically call out a colored velvet jacket. I haven't seen that. I feel Ooh, like I have. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've had it a few times now, or um, for oh, some of the hopefully. fall winter weddings, okay. where, where the people have worn. Yeah, who can imagine in in August yeah. that you would want a colored velvet jacket? But mm. um, yeah, I think they're really cool. They're really cool. That's really neat. I mm -hmm. like that. Third trend: natural makeup. Are you seeing that? A little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I feel like that's kind of been a thing though because. I feel like people are either, they look a lot like themselves where they have, you know, blushing bride and they're all like natural looking, but I also see the people where they do like a super dark lip or something too. Mm, like so high glam. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's always, I mean, maybe it hasn't, but around here, I feel like people go one extreme or the other. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. So now would natural makeup, would that include like contouring and whatnot or is that, or is it just more of a, a flat? I don't even really wear that much makeup. <laughs> okay. um, I don't know. I would assume that it would. Okay. You'd still look like you, but a little elevated. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would. I would think if you go more of the dark lip, that you would probably have something else to balance it out too, like a smoky eye or something mm -hmm. too, and you'd probably have a little bit more with that too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like the knot is calling for. Natural colors finished with a subtle pink or nude lip. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Nail art. Yeah. Have you seen this? I have. See, I've seen in... people where they do just their ring finger and it'll say like, I do in cursive or it'll have like a oh little blue heart or something. It's so cute. Cause I'll be like, let me photograph it. <laughs> That's um, adorable. And then my, I had a St. Patty's day wedding. Um, 
And when I had my St. Patty's Day wedding, she had little shamrocks on her ring fingers too. And I thought that was so cute. <laughs> I'm all so for cute. it. I, nobody else is really going to notice it. It's just like for you. And it's just mm-hmm. a little cute. Yeah. Why so, not? So Why, like it doesn't hurt anyone. We're done with the French tips. and. Uh, yes. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so they say, yeah, sw- swap the pale pink polish for the edgy trend. Flowers, lace appliques. Oh, that would be fun. Metallic pattern. Um, oh, yeah. I've seen people do like a glitter nail too. So, yeah, that would be metallic okay, pattern cool. would be cool too. And they even say what you said. Yeah. If not, yeah. not committing to all 10, just doing a Heck yeah. accent nail. Awesome. So, this is so far, this is pretty on. Yeah. So far, we're doing good, nails. Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Trend number five a surprise inside. What is that? You want your cake to look and taste amazing, but bakers are taking it one step further and decorating the inside. Oh. Ombre cake, coordinating layers to match your wedding colors. I have not seen that. Interesting. I've seen it on Pinterest where people do an ombre cake, but I didn't know. Hmm. It's a trend. It's a trend. Interesting. Okay, bakers, tell us. Are you seeing this? Are you doing this? Erin, let us know. (laughs) I guess I need to eat more of the cake. This is just prompting me to eat more cake to see if it's around here. (laughs) There you go. Because I don't get, I don't always get to, but Mm -hmm. when I I think Emily would endorse you to eat more cake. Oh, yeah. Always. Ah, custom wedding beer. I have seen this. I have seen this too, not very often, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I have seen it, which is sweet. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you're like a beer drinker and that's your thing, why not? That's mm-hmm. a really cool way to celebrate with your guests. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen it go above and beyond. My cousin, uh, who I did the wedding up in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. which eh, kind of a beer town, Milwaukee, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, she and her husband are home brewers. And so for their wedding, they had... It was either seven or nine different brews made. Yeah. Custom that they created the the formula for. And yeah. Different flavors, you know, lagers, stouts, porters, pilsners, the that's whole awesome. whole nine yards, all custom labels. It was so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I kind of had the same thing. I had a groom and he brewed it all himself and they had different labels and stuff. And it was, I thought it was really cool. We took yeah. a ton of photos of it because it was just, this was a couple years ago too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was yeah. It was above the trend. Yes. Yeah. Ahead Ooh. of the curve. <laughs> Ooh, trend setting. I love it. Number seven, moss decor. Interesting. Interesting. It. Moss okay. placemats. Moss could be cool, but the photo we're looking at is of moss placemats, <laughs> and that's a little weird to me. It's so weird. <laughs> it's like circular. Mm hmm. But it's AstroTurf, on, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's just, on like a normal, elegant tablecloth with a very elegant table setting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that'd be cool like in your centerpieces and stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It says animal topiaries. Wait, what does that mean? You could put animal topiaries. So like a chia pet, basically? On your table? <laughs> yeah, apparently. No, don't do that. So yeah, basically chia pets. So like taking a garden party to the next level Mm -hmm. i guess i don't know yeah i don't really like that yeah i'm not a fan if it was in your flowers that's cool but Mm -hmm. that just looks out of place a little bit yeah yeah interesting it's it's an interesting choice i don't know moss as moss as decor feels like a miss to me i don't think that's going to catch on here no there might be a couple venues where it would fit in Mm -hmm. like nazareth i could see it in the grotto yeah yeah but it would just look more natural to have it in. You'd have to have the right setting because mm-hmm. if you had it in like a, I don't even know, like a super swanky place, I feel like it would look mm-hmm. strange. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm more curious as to what, I mean, is there a layer of dirt or sod underneath that? Like what, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
How do you how do you launder your moths? What do you do with them afterwards? <laughs> Throw them back to nature. <laughs> Run free. Cover up a spot yeah. in your yard. I don't know. Does it work that way? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to know. see. All right. Trend number eight: bedazzled ball gowns. So elegant gowns with full skirts, embroidery, and ornate details. So what do you think? I mean, we're seeing, I, I feel like I've seen dresses like yeah. that. Yeah, I've been seeing dresses like that. I'm all for it because it's just way different than the plain strapless dress mm-hmm. that was going on for a really long time in Ohio, too. So yeah, um, yeah it adds a little bit of sparkle. Mm-hmm. I don't see the removable skirts very often. I feel like mm-hmm. people usually just change into a reception dress if they want to do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm cool with it. It's cute. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Non-paper invites, number nine. Uh, swapping traditional paper for a unique material like acrylic or wood for your invitations. Hmm. I see this on Pinterest, but I don't see this around here because I mm-hmm. think the price is just mm. spendy for a yeah. lot of people. Mm-hmm. If I see it, I feel like I'll see a large piece of acrylic that has calligraphy on it for like a seating chart. Like It's mm-hmm. like a multi-purpose thing, but it's yeah. not like an individual invitation or something yeah what we're seeing here on this trend is an actual in some invitation that someone got mailed and it's an acrylic square with punch outs for the couple's name it's very interesting it's a very cool idea but yeah that would that cost would get very high very quick yeah unless you're having a very small wedding yeah it it would be quite a bit per invitation mm-hmm. i can't even imagine how much it would to ship acrylic i think would be fine with the laser cut but mm-hmm. to, to ship a piece of wood mm-hmm. to your guests yeah. Did you, um, did you see that? would be a lot. <laughs> um, that save the date that I shared from Maya's Instagram? Yeah. A little wooden yeah. save the date? That would be Very. a little spendy, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, to, to ship that. I just, I think about things like that, because mm-hmm. yeah, you have to think that you, they look gorgeous, they're amazing, but are you mm-hmm. shipping 100 of those? Are you shipping 200 of those? Because right. yeah. it's not just going to be a postcard stamp, you mm-hmm. know, that you're going to be slapping on that. Yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. I don't even know how much. The hunk of wood. You have yeah. to send it like the little priority envelope. Yeah, it, that would be a little expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's super cool, but. Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's you know, in so many of these, you have to balance the, it looks cool, it looks cute with, what's your budget for, for right. just Right, is it worth it? For just the invites. Is it worth it, yeah. 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 Winter weddings. Now, I think that we can uh, both yes. agree that we're having a very busy winter. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between 2018 and 2019, I'll have six winter weddings. So that's a lot. I usually get one. Yeah. Um, that was kind of common for me is to get one mm-hmm. November and one December. And mm-hmm. um, it's, yeah. And now it's January, February, March. You know, we're, we're seeing mm-hmm. more, I don't know if March around here is spring or winter still. I guess it depends <laughs> on the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I'm definitely seeing a lot more of that, which I'm, game for i'm mm-hmm. totally fine with it because if i can have a season and it's a little bit more spread out i'm sure along with everybody else it's a lot nicer than trying to have a bunch of stuff going on in september you know yeah absolutely yeah i you know what interesting that you said that you referred to march ohio in march is such a question mark it really is i mean it could be it could be it, it could be anything it could really be anything <laughs> so i think people are always kind of scared to uh, to try mm-hmm. march because it could be downpour it could be blizzard it could be 60 degrees yeah so we're definitely seeing the winter weddings pick up as a trend yeah which again like you said is great it's i great. love it it's something different mm-hmm. it's something different i know mm-hmm. the the two weddings that i have um this weekend they are both you know holiday e christmas e mm-hmm. like just it's gonna be a little magical i think it's yeah. cool i'm like 
mm-hmm. let's do it. And you know, like this article says, vendors have greater availability, so you know we're able to give more of our attention and yeah. meet with them, frankly, yeah. versus like you said, June or September, October, when we have like five every weekend. January, February, mm-hmm. they probably don't have a whole heck of anything going That's on. True. So yeah, yeah. Trend number eleven: festooned ceilings. I don't know that I've ever been festooned. Have you been festooned? Uh, no. Okay. I don't know. That <laughs> seems very expensive as well. I don't know if that mm-hmm. would. I see that on like Martha Stewart weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't really see that around here. Yeah. So I feel like that's probably a <laughs> so, so if East you're Coast, West Coast thing. Festooned is a really 50 cent word for just decorated. Eye-catching market lights or dangling floral installations. And I'll say I've seen the market lights before. You know, the, yeah, the hanging Edison bulbs. I see them in small quantities. And it says like um, low-hanging chandeliers. And I've seen mm-hmm. the chandeliers too because I feel like it's probably a lot more cost-effective to mm-hmm. really decorate one or two or three chandeliers instead of your whole ceiling with yeah. Edison bulbs or something crazy. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. All right, number 12, bridal wardrobes. (laughs) Get ready to rock white even after Labor Day. In addition to your wedding dress, amass some pearl-hued looks for the many celebrations between yes and I do. So essentially getting more white attire like cocktail dresses, um, pencil skirts for engagement party, uh, bridal shower. I don't, is that all that it's trying to say? Pretty much. Many celeb. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's always been a thing. People usually wear white for those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that might not. <laughs> I don't really understand what's different. Maybe they were putting some filler in this list to Just try and flush it out. Just because it's Labor Day. That's the. I never understand the Labor Day rule anyway. Because when mm-hmm. does it pick back up where you can technically right? wear white? That's that's right? that's a whole gray area that when, I haven't figured when out. When are we no longer after Labor Day? When does it become before Labor Day? I just Day? don't wear white because I eat food and it gets on. <laughs> So I just tend to stay away from white anyway. So I don't. That's fair. Well, we both have toddlers, so. Yes, you know, and that too. Dark colors that hide stains are always Eesh. always in vogue. It's my life. Drone photography. Yep. Yep. That's definitely. huge. Seeing a lot of a lot of folks <sighs> advertising yeah. that. Yeah, I'm all about it. I think it's really cool. I think that there's a way to do it, and there's a way to not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like it's been around here for, I guess this will technically be 2019 when this episode airs. So it was like 2016, I feel like, when mm-hmm. I started seeing it. And the first one that I saw, the guy had just gotten one, so he was testing it out for this wedding at no charge. And he had it zooming around during the ceremony, and you would just hear like, like the whole time. It was not a good time. I feel like it's really cool during cocktail hour because nobody's going to notice it. I think it's really cool for aerial shots of like, the ceremony set up before guests get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you during the portraits, if you do it, but I don't mm-hmm. think during the ceremony, unless you're really high up and you're getting a really like nobody's gonna hear it. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely had a couple times where people have it and you and you hear it and it just takes away from yeah the moment because people are staring up at the sky like what is that? Right. Now people know what it is, but um, I feel like for the longest time people were just like. Is that supposed to be there? What is right. that? Like people didn't understand what it was. Is somebody intruding? Yeah, just yeah. it was weird. Well, it would make sense the reception too. Yes, have, you know the beats are going to be thumping, uh, but you yeah. have to have a tall ceiling at the reception to do it. Or an outdoor reception. Or an outdoor reception. Yeah. Um, yeah. During the ceremony, well, and during the ceremony, you usually want much closer shots because yeah. you want to see the couple's expression. Yeah. If they're doing a fun unity feature or something like that, so yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Great idea, just not during the ceremony. No. Garden installations with an alfresco wedding without the worry of rain. So bringing nature indoors with towering trees, boxwood walls, florals, and greenery. 
or adding greenery walls and things like that. I think we've seen a little bit of greenery walls. Yeah. Not not overwhelmingly popular, but it picked up a little bit. I haven't seen yes. a freestanding tree. I have not seen a tree either. In, indoors. <laughs> I, I don't know. That would be really hard. I just think about the work for somebody mm -hmm. to get a tree inside of your venue and like get it to like not fall over and mm -hmm. look cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's it looks cool. I would photograph mm -hmm. the heck out of that. I think mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. So I haven't seen a ton of that. Cultural details. Now this is another one where I feel like is this a trend or not? Um I know. I Hasn't this always been a thing? Right. Incorporating religious traditions into your ceremony, a cultural dish to your menu, sending guests home with a regional favor. And the picture that they have is of a, uh, a Hindu bride's hands done up with henna. Yeah. But again, all of my Indian friends have always had that yeah. in their wedding. So I don't know yeah. if this is a trend so much as just standard operating procedure. I, I don't know because I've seen it where people blend you know, their religious traditions into yeah. the ceremony. So maybe it's talking about more like that. Well, yeah, because it's like one, like a cultural dish. So maybe it's just mm -hmm. saying instead of having a full blown, you know, Indian wedding, for example, mm -hmm. or something, you're keeping it more Americanized, but you're doing some of those things. I don't know. But I maybe. feel like that's, people have done that mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah. A I lot don't know. Of the, well, a lot of the weddings that I do, and, and again, this is interesting because it's incorporate traditions into your ceremony. A lot of the weddings that I do, people want it to be customized, want it to be unique yeah. to them, more modern, but they still want to include some traditions. So, I, again, I have an issue with calling this a trend. Yeah, I wouldn't really call it a trend. Mm-hmm. All right, number 16, unexpected venues. Trade the classic ballroom for an outdoor celebration under the trees or a skyline. Historic buildings, craft breweries, and open lofts. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, the Mommy Bay Brewing Company. Yeah. I've uh, done a couple of weddings there this year. It's been really, really nice. Yeah. Um, I was just at a winery in Columbus that does weddings, and it was super cool. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like this is definitely, mm -hmm. you know, if, if you want something unique and different and you don't like the look of a ballroom wedding, mm -hmm. why can't you have a different place yeah. to celebrate? I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. But, again, this is one of those where I'm saying, is this a – it's not a new trend. No. Maybe it's been a rising trend for the past yeah. few years. Yeah. Um, I know – Speaking of Nazareth Hall, yeah, you know, I would say I do more weddings out in the grotto during the summer than oh, anywhere yeah. else. Oh yeah, it's just so unique. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. So I think I think as we're getting to the end of this list of trends, <laughs> I think that they were reaching to try and really flesh out twenty. <laughs> I think they came up with a number, and then they yeah. were like, "Oh crud! Now we have to find twenty Let's trends." Let's do some more. Okay, so number seventeen: unique musical performances from marching bands oh. to Sinatra-esque crooners. Surprising musical performances are all the rage. Mm. Or if you can't do a live performance, walk down the aisle to a rock ballad or your favorite movie score. Again, <laughs> this isn't a new trend. Yeah, Again. I can't say I've seen surprising musical performances where like somebody would pop out of something. That's I just picture mm -hmm. like what is surprising about it? you would see the, <laughs> you would see like yeah. a live band and be like, "Oh, that's neat." I mm -hmm. I don't know. But but again, the the walking down the aisle to something that's not their traditional wedding march has been is not around. A, yeah, it's not yeah. a new idea. Yeah. People have been doing that for well over a decade. Oh yeah. If not more. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I don't understand. Yeah. What's trendy, I guess. Yeah. What's trendy about it? Number 18, double exposed photos. Oh, that's such a thing right now. Is this a thing right now? It's a thing. This looks so cheesy. It's... 
I'm that's sorry, I shouldn't not judge. a that's not my favorite one. Some of them okay. do look really cool. This mm-hmm. one it's like you can't actually see the couple and then there's like a bunch mm-hmm. of greenery and like ferns and different stuff behind them like yeah. they're at a greenhouse or it something. It almost looks like a cutout filter on Photoshop or yeah. something. It doesn't yeah. even look like a double exposed photo. It doesn't. I think if you make it look like a double exposed photo then it's mm-hmm. cool, but if you make it look like a cutout silhouette on top of that and you see it through it doesn't it has mm-hmm. to look like how it looked on film for i feel like it to be called double exposed this is like something else but okay i don't know what to call that but those are getting big oh it's a thing okay. it's a thing i think it'll come back to bite everybody like the selective color <laughs> bouquets and stuff hey now hey now that was that has a little close to home there that we, was such a thing we had we have a few color pop photos yep. from our wedding from 10 years ago <laughs> so are you telling me that it was very of the day I still see people do it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "All right, cool." <laughs> it was, it was, it was a very big. The shoes mm-hmm. were, you know, mm-hmm. red, and everything else is black and white, mm-hmm. or the bouquet, or yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number nineteen, stacked rings. So the it trend is a mm-hmm. short stack of rings. Loading up the ring finger. Yep. Start with a meaningful wedding band and grow your collection in the years to come as you celebrate milestones. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yes. I have definitely been seeing this. Sometimes I'll have mm-hmm. the bride where her band of her engagement ring will be something totally different. And then mm-hmm. the wedding band will be, you know, same color, um, metal or different. Sometimes I see the different. And then it mm-hmm. has a different style on it. And then mm-hmm. that's what they plan on doing is, is getting multiple thin bands. And I... Sure. It's cool. It looks cool. Yeah, that's It's really different. And I like mm-hmm. that you can continue to, you know, you celebrate five years and maybe you get, you know, it's, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. I mean, that could that could really add up, though, if you do that it could. every five years. When you're celebrating your 50th anniversary, you can't move your finger. You're like, just... I don't know. It's, <laughs> you got to move to different, you know, different fingers. <laughs> and trend number 20, two-in-one dresses. Interesting. Yeah. I don't see this. I see the two different gowns if people go that route. I really don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like... see like the skirt. And like the way that this dress is, is mm-hmm. it's like a strapless dress and it's like a pretty short dress. So I'm assuming yeah. that the skirt comes off. So then she'd mm-hmm. basically just be in like a white cocktail dress Yeah. for the reception. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot there. There's not a whole lot there. I just no. don't think it looks wedding-y enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's lace, but it's... Mm-hmm. See, it reminds me of those zip-off track pants that you yeah. had when you were in high school. Yeah. They like... had me try on one of these dresses. So that's how long this has been going on because mm-hmm. we're at seven years. So mm-hmm. um, that was one of them that they, they were like, oh, it'll be so cool. You can take it off. And I was just like, this is weird. It was weird then. It's I think it's still weird. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. Different. If you want two different looks, I feel like it two different dresses. That's the first half of our take on 2019 wedding trends as published by The Knot. Stay tuned next week for a bonus episode where we run down the other half, including some really amazing, exciting, and sometimes perplexing wedding trends that are being predicted. Next week, our main episode will be an interview with Chelsea Miller, owner and founder of the Nanny Miller Agency in Toledo, Ohio. And you might be wondering, why are we having a nanny agency on a wedding industry podcast? Well, we promise there's a tie-in, and it's really, really exciting. There's a new trend in the wedding industry and, well, I don't want to give it away, so you have to tune in to find out just how she's making adult-only wedding receptions easier than they've ever been before. 
This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. I want to get, I want to get, I want to get married. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.